Welcome back to the Puzzle Minds podcast, where we pretty much talk about those two AM thoughts. Um, so we have uh, our guest today, Colin. Thank you for coming and joining us uh, from the Kickback podcast with Colin Kyle. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter D for dating during COVID. And so what we wanted to do was kind of see exactly how dating has changed Um during COVID, you know, before and after kind of a, a little comparison. Uh, so Colin, like, you know, what would you, what would you say is the most um, different thing about dating during, during COVID, I guess? Um, well, well, um, it, it's all online for the, for the most part now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's become pretty straightforward. Our online apps, uh, I use the big three. I use all Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all three of them. Mm-hmm. And Hinge is a pretty pretty new one, right? Hinge came out kind of came out during the pandemic, I believe. Uh, I think they put a lot more into marketing when the pandemic okay. came out. They've been around for a little while. I've probably been on that one for about a year. Okay. But uh, no, all these apps have doubled their marketing since, and you've noticed that. I'll notice the user base has increased. Like, but, yeah, massively. So I know Hinge massively. is the one that had that commercial, like I'm saying, the app designed to be deleted. Like, yeah. Okay. We, yes. we get it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really all I'm seeing is just, it's just an influx. It's, it's oversaturated. Everybody's online. Everybody's trying to make plans, failing to make plans and uncomfortable to making plans. You know, it's mm-hmm. become a weird, a weird line we have to try and tow because are we doing our part and staying home and, you know, not going around, not yeah. meeting new people. Or are, are we dating? Are we trying to go out? It's Yeah, it seems like a very strange time in, you know, human history where it's now we're craving the interaction that we took for granted, right? Like you just mentioned, you know, everything's online now. Seems kind of hard to believe that once, you know, I guess COVID is, I don't know if it's going to be conquered or completely eradicated or whatever the word you want to use is, it's going to be kind of hard to see people just automatically go back to now dating in person. Long yeah. gone are the days of, you know, I was walking through a library and we bumped shoulders and all of a sudden we fell in love. Like that's just gone. It's like I clicked on her page and she was dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of that. And I've gone on a couple dates since COVID has started. Um, but it's just, it's, it's near impossible to make plans because you feel like you're not doing the right thing when you do make plans with a stranger, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they're telling us not to do. But, Oh Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Point. So where do you where do you find this line? And are you going out? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm on the fence still about do I want to go to the bar? Do I want to take you out, out to a restaurant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you when you um you know when you finally meet up with this person, do you do you kind of follow like the social like the social distancing in terms of like like I I assume no one really does this, but they're kind of like six feet apart, like or you know, they're kind of side by side, just kind of kind of uh trying to get that intimacy kind of going if that makes sense i i know what you mean it's um it it really depends on the person i mean being on the the more relaxed side of things Mm -hmm. because i work in the service industry Mm -hmm. i'm at a restaurant at half capacity i'm interacting with people it's just i'm on the front lines i guess that's what they're saying yeah so i'm not super scared of going in public Mm mm-hmm so I, I've just got to take somebody else's lead in this. You know, there's a lot of gotcha. people that don't want to leave the house. They want to see a test from you. I've had multiple people ask me to show them a COVID test before we have a date. Yeah. So, yeah, so we were actually talking about this um, 
uh, I think a few days ago, and we were saying that like COVID testing is kind of like the the new STD test. You know, yeah. people are always wanting to know like, hey, do you, you know, are you are you negative of of, of COVID? And I don't know, I don't know if it's just maybe like the negative connotation that we have, but I'm not I'm, like I guess I should ask you, do you have like how do you feel when someone asks you, or you know, can you give me a COVID test? Do you kind of um, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't have a test. I don't have the time for a test. Yeah. I usually take that as a sign that even if I agree that that's something I should be doing, mm-hmm. you and I just clearly aren't on the same page mentally because yeah. I'm, I'm working 60 hours a week. I don't have the time to go do the test. And honestly, I've, I've likely come in contact with it already. Mm-hmm. So that's the, it's interesting that you say that, you know, because I see like you, Basically, it's almost like a deal breaker, more or less, if somebody's like, well, even for, you know, more or less me to give you a chance, I need you to have this test. So they're not even, it seems like people nowadays may not be even focused on the connection that you potentially could have with the individual. They're more like, before I even entertain the idea of a connection, get tested. And that seems to, it's surprising that, I guess, more people aren't taking it as a negative thing, because it seems like what John was saying before, even the whole STD conversation, so we don't ask people, hey, when's the last time you got an STD check? We just assume everybody is, you know, I guess, regularly clean. tested. Right, is doing yeah. your own thing. Is, is Why don't you know if we assume tested. people are getting regularly tested, right? Because we just assume that people just aren't dirty, right? We just assume mm. that you just don't have it. I don't think people assume that, like, every, you know, like, every person they are dating are regularly tested. But for COVID, I wonder if COVID is going to end up becoming like that, with, with uh, like we handle STDs, where we're going to eventually get to a point where we just hope <laughs> that somebody does we hope somebody doesn't have chlamydia we hope somebody doesn't have herpes we right. hope you don't have covid right and if the first question that somebody asks you when you ask them if they want to go out if you've been tested for chlamydia you're not going to respond very great mm. exactly you're not going to be like you're going to assume that's an excuse almost for them to get out of the interaction right and i'm not opposed to it by all means i mean we all should be doing what we can to avoid spreading the virus and everything else so i don't take offense to it if somebody asks it just shows me that we're clearly at two different points in, in our time with COVID. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I had a question. So mm-hmm. were you previously dating before, before COVID? Yeah. Uh, I've been in and out of relationships. I've been using these online platforms for, for a long time now. Okay. Um, so my question is, do you see a lot more people on it in terms of, um, you know, cause I guess since everyone is at home, you know, I guess they're on their phones and so they're not able to meet more people. Do you see like it's, it's, it's easier to match with people? Yeah. I, I've definitely found that matches are coming in a lot faster. Mm-hmm. People are a lot more responsive, but at really? the same time, they're twice as hesitant as before. So it's really uh, just, it's, it's like just a double edged sword. Yeah. It it's quite literally. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, it very much is. Cause I, it's, you know, as a young male just outside of a college town area, I only get one or two matches a day. It's a lot of competition around here. A day? Oh, damn. I feel like that's a lot. I don't well, know. I mean, a it's, it's a concentrated college town. Okay. So, yeah, one or two a day is, you know, especially with twice as many people on. Uh-huh. It's, it's average, but mm. it's, it's harder to make plans. It's a lot harder to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. I got you. So, so would you say, since you've been on these apps for quite some time, would you say that people people prior to uh, uh, COVID, were they looking more for hookups than dating? Or is it still more or less the same now versus now where are people looking, do you find people looking more for intimacy or just still sexual connections? Or is it still um, kind of the same? 
that's that's one of those where let let me take a quick drink and I'll I'll get into that. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like a it's shit. really really great tea that we're about to indulge in. Yeah, no, no, it's um, I I think everybody's locked at home right now. They're getting less sexual interaction than ever before, and so everybody is pent up. Everybody is Ooh. in a pent up rage, and there's no doubt. <laughs> Violent but they also are know. twice as scared of just jumping into bed with a stranger more than mm-hmm. ever. And it's it's honestly it's it's funny how many messages you'll see at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, how more responsive people are at that time. People throwing their Snapchats around, uh, getting a lot of OnlyFans links. <laughs> hey, look, look, you got to promote somehow. Right, you got to promote. And uh, but at the same time, they're they're really as soon as it wears off, it wears off tenfold. Yeah. Uh, so it's twice. So, so the horniness wears off twi- like essentially yeah, yeah. twice as fast now because right. you said the post nut clarity sets in. Oh, oh true. Yeah, that post nut clarity is real deal. About to drive <laughs> drive fifteen miles to, to go get some butt and then bust that nut and be like, why in the hell am I going to risk my life for some ass cheeks? Exactly. Exactly. So they're not leaving the house. They're We'll say they'll take matters into their own hands and then quickly, you know, repent. Literally put it in your own hands. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So the ones that I I do find that I'm, I'm connecting with at least are ones that are looking for more consistency. And I, that's almost half because they don't want to be interacting with more people than they have to be. True. Yeah. I've been on a couple dates and they've turned into three or four dates in the past six or seven months. And I find that it's, it's almost more forced than before mm. because mm. they don't want to go back out there and start looking again. Oh, you it's know? kind of like an investment. They're just like, Hey, like, you know, we've, I've put this much time into it. I'm, I need to make this work. Cause I don't want to have to start from square one, I guess. Exactly. And it's like, I already found one that clearly doesn't have COVID. Do I really want to risk it again? Mm. <laughs> Everything else is terrible, but he, right. he doesn't have COVID. So like, well, right. he's What's got, he's got going? Netflix, Hulu and Amazon. And, and he doesn't <laughs> have COVID. He doesn't have COVID, but he does have AIDS. So we have to figure this thing out. Right. Right. They don't even ask about that. Exactly. I was like, I got hep C and she was like, but you're COVID negative. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, so I guess, um, I guess my next question is, do you find that do you do you think that basically people now since they're pretty much starved starved from intimacy and you know sexual interactions that I guess now the pool are people what is it what is it done for the quality of stock that you find I hate I mean I'm sorry that it sounds like I'm talking about human beings like they're animals but seems like basically I wonder are people's standards going up since we can't go and do the things that we used to do or you know I guess we, we took for granted. Or would you say people's standards have made possibly gone down? Because now it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know what the post-COVID world is going to look like. None of us do, right? No, none of us do. And there's no way that it looks the same as it did before. It's just the fact of the matter now. Um, I think it's, it's hard to say whether standards are going up and down because there is just a crazy influx of people. So maybe I'm dealing with women that are more lenient, but I'm definitely getting chances with ones that uh, I wouldn't be seeing a chance with about seven, eight months ago. Oh, see, there we go. Though. So it's like COVID is doing some work for the it's team. It's a double-edged right sword. It's a double-edged <laughs> sword. The, the hardest part I'm finding now that COVID really changed is I'm not trying to – nobody wants to go to restaurants. It's I have to both make them comfortable that I don't have COVID and 
try and finesse a dinner at home because that seems like the safer option of everything. Oh, that's interesting. Because that used to be, remember, that used to be the anxiety that most people had towards the end of the date, right? How am I going to non-creepily invite her back to my apartment for what, a nightcap oh, I or Netflix yeah. and chill or, you know, like a platonic hand job? Who knows, right? Right. <laughs> but, but it's one of those things where I wonder now, since you, the interesting thing that you said now, it's like, the safest environments tend to be people's households, right? Because if you've already shown her that, hey, you're COVID free, why would you both want to go into an environment where you both could potentially catch it? So now it seems like there's less of a stigma. Why don't you come over? Maybe we have dinner together. Why don't we, I don't know, literally take a walk in the park, something of that sort, right? Yeah, the stigma is very much is very much gone away about going to somebody's house for a first date because that was unheard of seven, eight months ago. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. coming over to a stranger's home while they cook dinner for the first time to eat them. But now how that's many, the that's the safest place. Yeah. Can you imagine how many COVID babies are gonna be born? Like you had the boomer generation. Imagine how uh, many like it's gonna be the COVID generation where like these kids fully exist because your parents had nothing else to do but fuck all day. So it's actually what around that time because nine months from when it started was in March. So we March. should be seeing these babies coming out. Started hitting for December, yeah, sometime, sometime, yeah, sometime next month. Uh, the first especially, crash come out. Especially now we're at what we're at a second peak of COVID and it's getting cold out. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I mean, yeah it's going to be what, back to back to back. What do they call it during the wintertime? There's a term where you basically wipe somebody up for the winter. What is oh, cuffing season? Cuff, yeah, cuffing. Yeah, cuffing season. season, exactly. Cuffing season. You have cuffing and COVID season. That double yep. CC season. The double CC. The double CC. The double C. COVID season. Mm. People are probably getting married at this point. We're like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to meet anyone other than you in this, you know, pretty much like post-apocalyptic world. You want to just make this like official? How Man, many I'll people just, you have that conversation now? Um, I, it's it's hard to say. I've seen a lot of relationships go by the wayside just as quickly as others are coming together mm. that's a very you know? good point yeah, yeah that's realize yeah. they don't like each other as much yeah i guess because yeah. of having having everyone you know like I, there are some people i guess that work from home both both people in the relationship and so they're spending a lot more time than they normally would you know i i wouldn't say 24 7 but a very close uh, you know a close pretty, amount as pretty opposed to, close. Yeah. yeah because you know normally i guess people would be out of out of the house for eight hours with whoever is you know working uh working like a that's not staying at home i guess but if you're in the house constantly and you know you're interacting you're seeing these things that you've never even seen your uh significant other do before you know just like damn like that's that's really annoying like why do you do that you never noticed it because you know you'll spend a little bit of time and then after that you'll have to go to bed because it's that you know the the time limit is is not really as constrained right or you work nine to five and then you come home and you see yeah so it's yeah, it's just, I, I guess it's kind of like exposing a side that you never really, really saw. I mean, obviously, there's two sides to this coin in the sense of, mm. you know, there are some people that now, you know, love their partner even more because they get to spend more time with them. Like, you know, with everything, there's always two sides. Right? Yeah. That, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, that, you know, you breaking and falling. Just as Overexposure. Fast. Overexposure to anything could be bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, is- I can't spend that much time with, with my close family. Hmm. Yeah, I got you. Seems like you can potentially either expose flaws in a relationship that otherwise wouldn't have been seen, or like you said, strengthen. You know, some people maybe they needed to work on certain things, and it kind of shows, you know, shows at the end of the day what people are all about. Because sometimes we feel as if that, like most of the time, that usually is reserved for marriage, right? If you're yep. dating somebody, you typically, you know, 
you can only go, I guess, quote unquote, only go so far of development of your relationship because you're not around each other so much. You know, if that is, if you know, you know, a person that doesn't live with their significant other. But now let's say, for example, a lot of these couples are quarantining together because, you know, if you're either separated or because I know some couples that are either separated where they can't actually be together. So they may have not actually physically seen each other in weeks or months. And then some couples that were forced to actually be together because they didn't want to deal with the separation. So they're around each other all the time. Right. Relationships so, with distance turn into long distance where they didn't, mm-hmm. where they weren't before and mm-hmm. relationships where they're in the same home are now almost overexposed. And it's, mm-hmm. it's working against, if you ask me, it's working against relationships twice mm-hmm. as yeah. hard. I think at least so existing well, yeah. ones as opposed to new ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like John said, it's either uh, strengthening or weakening. So it's maybe yeah. it's potentially exposing holes and, Maybe it's pretty much actually a natural way of separating people that should not even be together and yeah. maybe strengthening some people that realizing like, you know what? I thought I just love myself. kind of like my second. I realized I actually love the hell out of this person. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I want to, I want to kind of go back on the, the, the notion that you were saying that, you know, some people are trying to make um, like after a few days, they kind of want to make this work. Like they're willing to do it. So I actually had a question because do you do you see um, yourself getting into like deeper conversations before you even meet them? Um, because you know when you when you first meet someone, you're kind of in that flirting stage. You just you don't really have these deep conversations. You're just like these witty, um, you know, like talk that you like. It's it's banter. Yeah. Banter. Yeah, that's the word I want to use. Yeah, but I wonder if you're seeing more like deep conversations before you even meet them, just because you know some people may be hesitant to go out and so you kind of just have these quote um like video dates i guess you know right. you you meet them and you kind of see them like on on skype or zoom whatever the hell you use and so you know you have these kind of like dates and so you know maybe you have these conversations and then before you even get to meet them actually in person is that is that something that you see happening i guess um it's not something that i've experienced myself mm-hmm. uh i've like, like I said, I'm working 60 some hours a week. I'm interacting with people all day, every day. I work both retail and in the service industry. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I'm not, I'm not seeing that the dates that I'm getting or the ones that I'm having are people coming over for dinner. And, uh, it's, it's weird. It's, you're still trying to almost pretend we're at a bar or we're somewhere in public, mm-hmm. you know, you're still trying to do the banter mm-hmm. and do the small talk and, I've always got to put something on TV and then I'll turn the radio on, you know, almost overstimulate the whole room just so it seems more comfortable. You might need to invest in some like cardboard cutouts. Just make it kind of seem like it's like, a, <laughs> right, right. I'll sit them on the couch and be like, Oh, that's Tom. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, you know, the gang is all here, man. Yeah. You guys say it like that. So do you, so do you find yourself having more pressure since you have um, essentially people coming over to your house on like the first or second dates, as opposed to maybe previously? Oh, very a, much so. It's, it's uh, absolutely nerve wracking. Yeah, because like, even before COVID, somebody coming to your house, you know, you'd clean the whole place up. It's a big deal. Yeah. There's a quote that says, you know, you want to see how you want to see how fast a man is. See how fast a man cleans his house when he thinks he's going to get some ass. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's how quick he moves. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, so uh, no, so it's it's like you uh, you got to work twice as hard because you got to not only make a stranger like making you know make a girl feel comfortable coming into your house for the first time, but at the same time like this is the first time you're meeting them, so you gotta 
you got to double that. Yeah, it seems like there's more pressure on the initial. It seems like things have flipped, right? Where essentially it's it's holding the pre uh, pre COVID was holding the charm for as long as possible, right? So essentially, yeah. there's less pressure initially because you're still trying to get to know each other. Everyone is feeling each other out. Less pressure. But now, and then the end of it would be like, she finally came over. That was the big pressure moment, right? That was, right. The, you know. That was the release. Release, like do or die time. Let's Don't mess this up. I've been putting in all this work. Now it's like, let's start off with that. Let's go ahead and start off with all this anxiety initially. Exactly. And then maybe, it, and then it goes back, to, and then it's actually working backwards now where initially, like you're anxious, and then it gets more and more relaxed. Yeah, so I, I wonder, never thought about that. So do you feel, do you, which, one, which one would you prefer thus, I guess, so far, since you've experienced both sides, which one do you oh, think yeah. has more benefits, the pros and cons of both? You know, that's a, that's a good point. I never, I never thought about that because before you're right, it was once you made it through the date and they were coming home, you could relax, mm-hmm. you, could, you know, let out that breath. And now. And that fart too. Yeah, that <laughs> fart. You need to step out back real quick. No, it's, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's, um. I don't know. I I've had a couple not go great, which is to be expected. Oh. I mean, it's nothing crazy. They come over for dinner, you know, they sit on the other chair and we, you know, do awkward small talk and watch a stand up special. I pretend to not have seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Get a time. He's less right. Right. Try not to mouth the jokes along with them with Bert. Oh, that's, that's interesting. It also seems like it presents a different level of difficulty now where it's, if it doesn't go well before it's oh, at a restaurant, ah, my friend's in trouble. I got to disappear. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. She can't go to your bathroom and then leave your house. Like nope. <laughs> you see her. Yeah, so I imagine there's a that. lot of pressure on their end as well. Yeah. Because at what point do they make dynamic. their exit? Exactly. At what point? If they're not having a good time 20 minutes in. What do you do now? Before it seems like you got people are getting probably going to have to get more creative. I'm sure the old, if you if uh, like someone called me at, after 30 minutes you haven't heard from me call me in 30 minutes and i pretend like you're on fire and have to go save you or something mm. but it seems like it seems like now people might be forced to i guess be almost is it i guess be more forefront of their intentions maybe that's the thing yep, now we're very much so it, it's it's all become so much more straightforward than it was before because you don't you know you're not meeting in public and you know tiptoeing around everything it's and I, I've done, I, I've put a lot of thought into it because this is, you know, I can't go to the bar anymore. I can't just buy you a drink. I have to try and create this situation where I will like leave the front door open so that they can kind of come in at their pace. I'm not, you know, meeting you at the door, all that kind of stuff. It, it's, uh, it's trying to, to make the setting as comfortable as them as for them as possible, which also means giving them the out when they, you know, when you feel like there might need to be one. Mm, true. So, so actually, wonder, sorry, go ahead, John. Okay. So I was going to say, um, how, so when you, you know, when you're meeting or you, you meet these people first time on, on hinge or whatever app that you use, how long before you um, are able to, to meet them in person? Like, do you, do you have to kind of like not fluff them up, like make them more comfortable? Like how long does it take for you to make them comfortable enough for them to, to finally like, you know, get them over to the point where you can make dinner for them? Um, it, it depends on the person. See me, I'm very busy. So mm-hmm. I usually put it on the table from the beginning. I'm like, listen, you know, uh, this is the way that I do things. 
it's it's not me trying to overstep or understep. I'm telling you that I'm going to cook dinner for myself or for both of us. You know, this night I'm off, this night I'm off, you know, at some point within the next couple of weeks, you know, if you'd like to join me, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I usually I just I like to open with those things just to make it clear, because we are in a covid time. I, I'm not going to play the dinner. I, I I don't have a park to walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call that we call that the Aeon method, the all or nothing. That, that's that big dick energy where you just like, look, exactly. I, I, I'm not trying to waste time. That's really what, what I'm going to do. That's that Don Draper energy. You te- you're telling them like, look, I don't care what you're doing, but I'm telling you what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's always been that's always been my approach. Is like even when I was going out to dinner though, because I've been a bartender for six years. On my day off, I take myself out to dinner where I don't have to make a drink. I don't have to make dinner. I don't have to do anything. Mm. So I would tell them, I'm taking myself out to dinner on Friday night. If you'd like to join me, I'd be glad to have company. But regardless, mm-hmm. it's my night off and I'm going to go out to dinner. And I think that that takes a lot of pressure off of them. It's not me, you know, saying, let Asking. me take you out to dinner. Yeah. Let me, right. Let's roll out the red, red carpet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much more relaxing. It's yeah, it's going to be a nice place, but I'm going there anyway. So damn, you, you might've found a, for you, you might've found a hack on how to, to ease in to, uh, to make people comfortable. You just say, Hey, look, I'm going to do this. You, you're more than likely, or, you know, you're more than welcome to come join me. Right. And, and it's, I mean, you got to phrase it a little differently. Yeah, I try and say, yeah, you know, yeah. it would be nice if you joined me. I would like to have you join me. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to take the pressure off as in you're ruining my night if you don't come. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to suck if you don't right. show up. Right. Dinner would be great, but if not, I'll just go home and masturbate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined my salmon. I'm no, and that's the setting I've, I've been trying to make when I have them over to the house. I keep mm. the door open. I keep the windows open. I keep the radio on in the living room. I've usually already got dinner started. You give them all the exits. <laughs> if you right. give them all the run. exits and keep your hands above your, your waist. Right. <laughs> give them all the exits. Keep all you keep your hands in sight at any given time. So it's, it seems like things have switched almost. Like now, dinner might be the high pressure situation because if basically if you're you know inviting fighting women you know women you know women or men you know it's 2020 who knows what people are into or at the apartment right. It seems like that's the that used to be the high pressure situation because if you knew that, I guess you know let's you know not to sound you know misogynistic, but I presume most men assume that if you get her back to your apartment, the likelihood of things transpiring sexually drastically goes up, right? Right. So now that if you're starting off that way, I wonder now where is that? What's going to be the equivalent of that now? Like, well, she's already been to your place. Is it now inviting her to the restaurant? You going? You like you said, you invite her out to eat. You know on yeah, whatever night backwards oh and shit. then you ask her to come back again so after you have the outing then you come back is that how you know something's going to transpire it's, or what's going to be the thing now like that well I'm now you just well. don't know when it's going to happen because i've you know before covid had first dates go really well and you take them home but when they you know once they enter the threshold of the house you're like oh this is it we made it yeah like you're there and now yeah. they're already there so where do i find the trigger you know what I mean? Where's the line that mm. we crossed that was, you know, the doorway? Yeah, that's now. What if, now what if, that's, what if that's your bedroom? But, but how no. do you? I'm too yeah. old to show girls posters on my wall. Look at this Buzz Lightyear poster. It's so <laughs> dope. I got, a, I got a sick Naruto poster in the closet. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Yo, sh- shout out Naruto. Yo, Weeb gang. We about that. Oh, yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's really interesting because I, I didn't even think about that when you mentioned that because. 
I don't, is there an equivalent to like that doorstep moment? Yeah. When do you pull, when do you pull the trigger now? Cause like, you know, if your date is starting off at your house, you just go meet her at the door. You what hook her up, hook up on oh, the doorstep and then you come it, in. Is it, is it her, her place or the other person's place? Maybe is that what it is? Honestly, I, I haven't found the trigger yet. Hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. I've That'd had successful shots, but those were definitely, you know, throwing blindfold, throwing darts. Yeah. Mm. You had a, a few flesh wounds, I guess. Yeah, Hit him exactly. a couple times, bop, bop, but no kill shot. So like, I guess that's what we need to figure out now. What is going to be the ball, you know, balls to the wall moment at this point? Well, if we already are having the person over, there's no non creepier showing your intentions way to be like, why don't we just go hang out in my bedroom for no absolute reason? You know, right? there's no weird, there's no re- real way to ask. Typically, right. You got to invite you know, her across open. the threshold like she's a vampire or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Enter my domain, please. I, I, please, I, I, please. Permission. Right. So now a, we're, yeah. Oh, so I had a question. So when you, um, when you're using these apps, um, have you had any difficulties in terms of being catfished? Uh, no, no, I really haven't, but I, I just close the door. Or I guess catfish in the terms of, um, you have like these girls use like, uh, okay. I don't want to say girls. Let's just say, uh, people who use the apps use filters to, to like, you know, you know how like a lot of people use yes. filters yes, yes. to, to I, kind I of like enhance their, their um, filters. Do you, do you, do you experience that a lot or they kind of like, they are what they, what they seem they are. Well, with COVID, especially since everybody is so hesitant, by the time I, they're coming over, I've I've usually seen their, you know, they've they've added me on Snapchat, things like that. I do all of that to make them comfortable. I don't want it to sound like I send them a message on the first night and say, "Hey, come over for dinner," because mm-hmm. it is like a week or two of conversation, you know, whatever makes them more comfortable. I know that I'm the lax one in this whole COVID situation. Yeah. So whatever makes them comfortable, but by usually by the time that they've come over, I've seen, you know, they've sent Snapchats. I've seen them on Instagram, all the, all that stuff. I haven't had any issues with that. Frankly, I saw more of that prior to COVID. Yeah. So actually that's, that's a really good question. Did you, before COVID, did you just give your number out right after, um, like right after you matched on, on, on the dating apps versus now do you kind of give them, like your Snapchat or your Instagram as opposed to like giving your number. Like I, I, like, I guess my question is what did you do beforehand after, after you, you matched with them? Did right, you give them your phone number? Or? Now. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I really didn't give them anything prior mm-hmm. unless God forbid we speak on Tinder for two or three weeks, but that's, that was rare, you know? Yeah. Um, at the time, but I'm in a, I'm in a bar concentrated area. So normally it was easy to get on Tinder and say, Hey, I'll meet you at so-and-so bar. You know, there's six or seven popular bars in the area mm-hmm. that somebody of our age range would be going to. So it was easier to just say, Hey, maybe I'll see you there. And then if they look like their pictures, then you'd usually find them there. <laughs> it's like, Hey, I'll be wearing a red cap today and a blue shirt. Make sure you make sure you find me. Right. And you get on a table and play where the fuck is Waldo. <laughs> I got you. Well, uh, well, thank you for coming on and, um, you know, sharing your experience. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm married. And so I don't really have any experience in, in dating right now. And so it's just, to me, it was really fascinating and how things have changed during, um, dating during COVID. So, yeah. so thank you for yeah. bringing light to this that. This is a lot of fun.
Thank you. Seems like we have to figure out, I guess on our next episode, we're going to have to figure out what is the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when to pull the trigger in 2020 or 2021 when to, I guess. When to pull the trigger absolutely yeah. guys or what um, it is too thanks for thanks for having me on yeah um, um let let the people know where they can find you uh because in the beginning we mentioned that you had a podcast so uh let yeah. them know like what the name um, is and where they can find you all that so i i've got a podcast with a, a friend of mine named kyle we do the kickback with colin and kyle it's currently on spotify youtube and it should be up on apple within the next week or two mm-hmm. uh cool. you know check us out it's mostly just banter and current events uh with quite a bit of alcohol conversations dribbled in there mm, i got you um, i will we um, also are going to be touching on things like anime in the coming weeks very big nice, situation nice. going on over here are you uh are you excited for attack on titan next week I am, but right now I'm really just excited for Jujutsu Kaisen every Friday. Oh, oh yes. that boy. Yeah. Yes, that, yes, ooh, yes. That shows that's, 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 that's a whole a, new episode. That's a yeah. conversation that we can have off the air because yeah, I don't want to bore too many people. We can, we can do that people. one another time. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, if you like this podcast, smash that button, that follow button, like button, wherever you find us. Follow us on our social media platforms. Uh, Instagram is Puzzled Minds Podcast, and Twitter is Puzzled Minds Pod. Last but not least, thank you, official block of the week. For the weekly episode cover arts. Other than that, everyone stay puzzled. Peace.